on dispensers with pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance vets, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts, you might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch, turn to the left to F in your dictionary, and add this word to your vocabulary, take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy, damn it Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, sitting in for the lovely Derek McCaw. It's the even lovelier Rick Brettschneider. Oh, you flatterer, you. That's Lon Lopez. I refer to Lon as the talent. Ah, yes. That's He's finally somebody has recognized me. The lead in. I, and I call him the face. You call him the Ooh, face. even better. For an entirely unrepeatable reason. Exactly. Okay. And that other voice on the mic is our esteemed colleague. I'm Chris Garcia. Yes, former. The Hugo-nominated Chris Garcia, And for, yes. former mayoral candidate of San Jose, correct? That is correct. Awesome. I lost. Oh, I'm sorry. And sorry, how about dude. those Hugos? I lost. All okay. right. And also we have a guest with us tonight, uh, my partner, my friend, uh, Clay Robeson from MoronLife.com. Say hello, Clay. Howdy, howdy. He will be sitting in with us tonight, and if uh, you stick around to the very end, we have a nice little interview about MoronLife.com, and you can hear all about what we do and what we're doing. And, of so. course, for anybody who's concerned about Derek, because mm, yes, we all Derek are. is always here, except tonight is dress rehearsal. Derek is... In his real life, a director mm. of thespians. Uh, he's directed me, in fact. Has he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, that was one of them. <laughs> okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he will be back uh, soon. Yes, not with us tonight, but with us in spirit. I think yes. he's doing what, guys and dolls? Yes. That's what he does in his real life. Which is a challenge. <laughs> now, Lon, don't make jokes of that, please. What? Oh. So we're broadcasting from, we're podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games. At 2725 El Camino Real, Suites 104 and 105 in Santa Clara, California. It's the only place I buy my comics. And be jealous, all of you. It's end of October in California. That's right. And about 78 degrees out today. Though slightly warmer down south. I believe A it's little, somewhere around four or 5,000. Yeah. Uh, right around Kelvin. the hills. Yeah, we <laughs> had the air conditioning on in the uh, east side today. Uh... So Good for all know. of you suffering through, actually, the rest of the country is not in too bad shape right well, now. Well, there is a, a, a wet spell going on through the southeast, which has actually been necessary for the drought they've been suffering. Yes. I watch a lot of the Weather Channel. It's good. Mm. That's mm. good. Somebody needs to. Okay, exactly. so tonight, our lineup, we've got comics, movies, TV, some special wrestling report from our friend awesome. Chris Garcia. Word. And a special report from our sister station, Moron Life. That's right. So well, I like to think of it as more of a brother station. It's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a paternal. Uh, no, uh, the bra yeah. station. Yeah, it's a family. It's, it's a, a family, family of, of stations. It's a network. A cabal. Ooh, a network. Let's cut to the chase. It's a cabal. Yes, <laughs> we're evil. Okay. So, we'll start off with the comic news tonight. Let's talk comics, baby. And I want to talk about World War Hulk. All right. So, it's wrapping up. Before we go there, though. Oh. Not, not to, I mean, while we're in it. I'm Take sorry. Before steam. we go out of it. No, no, no. I want your steam. That's why I'm stopping you. Steam. Um, I haven't, I haven't caught up on the last couple of episodes or issues. Can you bring us up to speed where we're at? Yeah, okay. Basically, if you haven't been following this at all, uh, sometime last year. I think the last oh, no, couple, oh, of years, the couple whole... years ago. A couple of years ago, the Hulk was sent to another planet. Uh, by well-meaning uh, superheroes, Reed Richards. Uh, An Illuminati, if you will. Um, Iron Man, Black Bolt, and a couple other people. Uh, he was sent to another planet. Unfortunately, uh, even though he had a great time on that planet, the planet blew up because the spaceship that he was sent there in had uh, a malfunctioned bomb. and killed a bunch of people he cared about. So he came back to Earth to take his revenge. And that's what World War Hulk has been about. He's been uh, basically capturing all the people who sent him off into space and making them fight in a Colosseum-style Environment. Now the <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. Written by our good friend, Family Planet's wonderful Greg Pack. 
Greg yes. Pack. Now, the last I checked in with it, he was facing Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, it, was, was there an issue, issue after that? Uh, you know, it's it's hard to tell. There is another issue to come out in the main series. There's a lot of crossovers. There's some books that were created specially for this, like Gamma Core, my personal favorite to be terminated. Yeah, you hate Gamma Core, yeah. Um, but also, it's also been in Heroes for Hire, and it's been in, uh, I, I don't so know. So it's an encapsulating crossover, yes. company-wide, almost. Uh, what a surprise. It's a mm. unique concept, I'm sure, that right. you have a, a bunch of different magazines in mm-hmm. the big story. But wow. uh, this week, before it's even over, because issue five, the end issue for World War, World War Hulk, has not come out yet. They've already got a what-if for Planet Hulk, a what-if issue. Mm. What if different things happened on Planet Hulk? So they're bringing back the what-if title. Yeah. Is that like what Derek would always say? they they got to keep the trademark alive, maybe? I don't know so. about what-if. I mean, the, uh, they do w- enough what-ifs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't been in hiatus for that long. Yeah. Um, but or do you think it's just another Planet Hulk book to get out before I cash in, before the cash in. is over? Yeah, yeah. I hear the ching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is, this is kind of... It's a big book, but it's got a number of short stories in it, including what if Hulk had actually made it to the planet they intended him to. And, um, I want to read that story. It sounds very non-actiony. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, it could be a good book. I'm a little. I'm a little disappointed in the timing. Mm. What if? What if stories? The first one that came out they ever did was what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four back in Amazing Fantasy when he visited them. So that I was, was kind of looking back. That was 25 right? years after the original. Right. Event. Right. Now we've got one that's happened. So before Basically. you can even digest the full story that's coming out, they want you to think about other possibilities. What if uh, two panels ago it hadn't gone this way? Right, right. Yeah. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure series. Exactly. <laughs> what a great concept. Well, yeah, with full books. What's weird about it is, is that the, the what-if concept worked really well when you had one book and one storyline to keep track of. Now when you have thousands of books colliding in on each other, it doesn't work nearly I thought you were well. going back to, like, the Bible. Oh, well, yeah, technically. You had one book. <laughs> one book, and damn it, it was what a And it Moses. was a good book. Oh, what if they never ate that apple? Yes. <laughs> wow. What a, I'd buy that. Wow. Marvel, if you're listening, what if the Bible? All right, exactly. get on it. So, let's see. Next up, oh, wow. Uh, one more month. Day. What? Day. One more day. So uh, this one is the Peter Parker Spider-Man story. Everyone's familiar with that. We've been following that that on the podcast for a while. Derek's been very adamant about being upset with it. The speculation is it's a mechanism by which they can unmarry Peter and Mary Jane without killing Mary Jane, without getting a divorce. Without killing Aunt May, right? Yeah, right. Without killing Aunt May. It's all about saving Aunt May. Peter uh, Peter's gone to Doctor Strange, and he's going to give him one of those... uh, Solomon's uh, choices, uh, mm-hmm. where you, you know you can you can save her by unra- unraveling all this time frame, but you won't be married to Mary Jane anymore. Mm-hmm. At least that's that's right. That is the Vegas line. That's the Vegas favorite favorite. On and this, this and that's not confirmed yet, though, because yeah. that issue hasn't come out, right? right. Derek only right. got a sneak preview where he thought. So we could be totally off base on this, but and we're gonna have a little trouble. We're gonna have a little time, right? To figure this out, because Marvel just announced that they've had two issues so far of four. It is October 24th today, mm-hmm. and part three won't be out until November 28th. So Followed by a, a very timely days. part four on December 27th. So a month after that, then. So yeah. what... Uh, this is a very long yeah, one. So one, one, one month, month is day. accurate. Yeah, no, three more months or two more months. Yes, and uh, where who reported this originally? Was this was on the Marvel site. Okay, so, um, so no real confirmation on... They didn't really say why the books were delayed or anything like that or... No. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to my... Oh, to yeah, a former podcast, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that history goes to show, in our experience, that Joe Quesada, who's an awesome uh, artist, but who's also the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics, whenever he attempts to draw a book, it usually takes years because he just doesn't have the time to sit down and draw. So when they announced this book and they announced Quesada was going to be the artist... Everybody's like, yay, hooray, we love his art, and it's great. And it's Comics only pointillist. Yes, and I was the only one to say, well, maybe not the only one, but I was the only. I was one of the people to say, 
this book's going to take forever to come out because he's always behind. And they all laughed at me. Well, guess what? Now I am vindicated. Thank you. And we'll continue to laugh at you for different reasons. Thank you. And there are so many. I I can take that. We're not laughing with you. Mm -hmm. We're laughing towards you. Yes. I I think that's okay. Nice. So I don't know that much about this next one. You brought it up. So I'm going to throw this one to you. This is the Messiah Complex. Next week. There's There's an X in that word. Next week, coming soon. I guess coming soon is next week. Um, Next week, Marvel returns to a tradition that it hasn't done in a long time. The crossover. Now, (laughs) but more importantly, the X crossover. Now, yes, Marvel has done Civil War and World War Hulk, but there hasn't been a good X crossover in, oh, I don't know, maybe two years. I don't know. But anyways, it's a tradition spawning from, or spanning, I guess you should say, from what the fall of the mutants and massive mutant massacre and extinction event and all those other big X crossovers. Well, anyways, there's a new one coming. I haven't been really hyped for X Men in a long time, um, so I'm kind of interested to see. I mean, they're actually putting. It sounds like from the from the press releases and everything, it sounds like they're putting a lot into this crossover to try and reestablish. It's actually you know, in the center of that uh, Planet Hulk What If. Yeah, the art looks gorgeous. But, I mean, oh, and also, too, Brubaker's writing it. You know, anybody that's a fan of Ed Brubaker, Brubaker who's a fantastic art, uh, writer, um, you know, it's basically, it's hoping to bring the X-Men back to its glory, you know, because everybody always complains about the X-Men. Oh, they're convoluted continuity and they're, you know, stories you can't really follow. They're trying to streamline it again and bring it all back. And make some changes, and uh, one of the guys previewed on uh, Newsarama, and he was saying how it was, you know, he got a preview copy of the first issue and uh, loved it, and he's hooked. So So it looks like uh, Sinister is there? Looks, Yeah, I guess the basic plot storyline, for those who have been following X-Men, was that after House of M, um, what's her name, Scarlet Witch got rid of all the mutants. No more mutants. Right, and so there were only like 100, it was 197 or 194 or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, the plot behind this whole uh, crossover is that somewhere, I guess, Cerebro or Sarah, what's the computer? Cerebro. Cerebro. Cerebro basically finds the first new mutant birthed since House of M. So basically, you know, now mutants are starting to be able to repopulate. And so now it's a race to find the golden baby. And, you know, the evil guys want her, the heroes want her, you know, protect her. I don't even know it's a her. I think it's a her I read somewhere. But anyway, so it's a race to find the new mutant to, you know, either save or destroy. So, anyways, I think that's a cool concept for our next book. Uh, you know, like I said, the art looks good from the previous stuff we got. Is there a spotlighted artist? Is it, uh, um, it's running through all the books, right? Yeah, I don't know this particular artist. It looks like a new... Um, you got the first page there. Yeah, yeah it didn't really say. Yeah. I mean, it's listed on... You can find it If it's going through all the X-Men books, it's probably right. a couple of people. Yeah, a couple. The one we got, though, looks pretty really... Really, it's like reminiscent of like a Mark Silvestri or something, but I don't think it is him. But anyways, so say um, how long is it running? It's starting in November, and how long is it running? Chapters. Thirteen, 13 chapters, thirteen chapters, epic that redefines the, the X Men. Huh. And uh, like I said, I haven't haven't bought X Men in a long time, but I'm actually kind of excited about this crossover. So I thought I would, you know, that sounds good. Talk a little about it, so you know, our fans out there if they're into X Men might have something to look forward to. Well, we can use the X Men. Do you? I don't like the X-Men. You don't like the I've X-Men? I've never liked the X-Men since they did How that the pirate movies? Did you like the movies? I, you know, honestly, I wanted to hate the movies. I enjoyed them. You enjoyed the movies? I did. Well, I we can, we can transition. We can take it slow for you, Chris. Slow. We'll move it slowly from comics into movies with a little news about okay. the X-Men, next X-Men movie. Yes. Ooh. Because it was announced this week that the next movie is the uh, four-promised Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. which, oddly enough, is going to be called... X-Men Origins, colon, mm-hmm. that's it, just colon. No, X-Men, <laughs> it's a super It's colon. about a guy named Colon. X-Men Origins, colon, Wolverine. Ah. So. Yes. I'm, I'm very excited for it for a number of reasons. One, because it will keep my Hollywood Stock Exchange uh, shares for <laughs> X4 up. Um, that that's most important to me. Is that? Um, they're currently trading, I believe, at one hundred thirty-two dollars. Um, I didn't get in on that. A presaged, a presaging one hundred thirty million dollar sale. I believe will go more than that. Yeah. I'm looking at two twenty-five. Okay. But wow. I, I think 
I think I'm very pleased. Two dollars and twenty five cents. Uh, yeah, I'm very pleased with because I actually read the origin series. Yeah, the origin. I, but you know, I don't know if that would make a good movie. I don't either. I really. Don't. Oh, I don't think they're going off the comic. I think they're writing a whole brand new thing. They just the re, originally the movie was supposed to be just a standalone Wolverine movie and call it Wolverine. But they could do the Weapon X origin. No, no, that's what I'm guessing yeah. they're going for. But they're going the Weapon X story that spawned from X2. You know what right. I mean? They're gonna they're gonna rewrite it from that. But um, I think the only reason it's called X Men Origin is because. You know, marketing-wise, they want people to know, hey, this is an X-Men movie. So if they call it Wolverines, there's some stupid people out there who are going to be and like... The, and the S, the Origins, leaves it open because then you could do... new franchise. Could well, do they bunch. also have that Magneto movie right. in the works, and that can be your next, you know... X-Men Origins, Magneto. Yeah. And strangely, though, and this is a side note, we're going to talk about it later, but isn't Heroes doing a spinoff show? Yes. yes. And anybody know what it's called? Yes. It's called Heroes Origins. Dun-dun-dun. Origin. Which is weird because wasn't there also the rumor of X-Men Origins being... Well, X Men Origins was a comic from yeah. a long time ago, and what so. is supposed to be was supposed to be a TV show in the ninety nine nine two thousand range. That doesn't ring a bell. I'm sorry, I don't remember that. I'm too young. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Triple threat. <laughs> okay, so moving right along, the next thing we got. Oh, wait, wait, before we move on, though, I'm sorry. Okay, um, let's finish on the Wolverine tangent. Okay. Um, also announced was. Uh, what's his name? Liev Schreiber. Liev Schreiber. Liev Schreiber will be playing General Stryker. Or at least was was in talks, I guess. Uh, I I'd read a rumor that he, I don't know, yeah, he was either signed or is in talks to play uh, a young William Stryker. So, Who's so William Stryker? From X2, Stryker? he was Brian Ed Williams, Stryker? or not Brian Williams. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Brian, who was the guy, in Stryker in X2, the general, or the... Brian Cox. Brian Cox, right. Okay. Greatest American actor who's so, not American. Fantastic, not. yeah. No, so he was Stryker. He was the guy who but basically... But he's not an X-Men character. No, 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 no. What I'm yeah. saying is is they're going back to Wolverine's origins where ah. Stryker is now younger, a younger man and who's basically going to, you know, be putting Wolverine through the trials of Wolverine. Admantium or something. I don't know. My confusion yeah. is clear. You got it, fanboy. Yeah. All right. Lou Schreiber, by the way, is not a bad choice. Another fantastic actor. Um, I think Hugh Jackman has done remarkably well as Wolverine. And in Viva and Laughlin. Supposedly he's in yes. <laughs> supposedly he's the one uh, for the movie. Yeah. So, so I'm I am not concerned. Oh yeah. Well, let's just hope they get a better director than Brett Ratner. <laughs> okay. How about yeah. Paul? How about Paul Anderson of Mortal Kombat fame? How about Paul Haggis from Crash? How about Mike Figgis? <laughs> It'd be four screens all going at once. It'd be great. Okay. Moving I like right. I how along. we went from Paul to Haggis to Figgis. Figgis. I think that was great. <laughs> It's like a Scrabble game. That was awesome. <laughs> so the next thing we wanted to talk about was the Hulk movie, because there was some news there. Yeah. New, more ca- casting news, a plenty. More casting news. Ty Burrell is now awesome cast name. as Doc Samson, which I'm not all excited about Dr. Uh, Leonard Samson. Ty Burrell, but I'm cool with the idea that this is Doc Samson in a well, a, here's the uh, thing. Movie. Here's the thing. Do, are we all familiar with Ty Burrell's work? He's on Back to You with He was Kelsey also uh, in the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and he played Steve, who was kind of the the jerk, who <laughs> was kind of the, you know, the rich jerk who, you know, kind of only cared about himself. So here's the thing I know about Ty Burrell. He's always typecast in that role as the jerk, the, the wise-talking, smart-aleck, you know, kind of only cares about himself. So... I'm wondering if if this casting means in the script that they're gonna Samson's going to be the foil. Samson's going to be well. They, they've they've actually broke. I mean, who do you not trust in films more than Joey Pants? And he happened to be the only one straight dealing in uh, Daredevil. True, true. But I'm just saying though that Ty Burrell, he's he has a you know you 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 hire actors because of their skills, and not to say he's not a skilled actor, but he kind of jerkish. Kind of, uh, you know, you know, bad guy. So, I mean, I don't know if they'll play him originally to be the jerk and then come back and maybe redeem himself, which is a huge theme in a lot of Marvel stories. I hope not. But, I, I, um, Samson's just a good character all around. Just yeah. play him straight, play him the psychologist yeah, but also, trying to get to Banner and but remember also too, has the superpower. I think that's... Well, that's the other thing. Samson's, you know, hair. he's got gamma radiation through him and he's yeah. strong. So are they going to play him as a superhero or is he just going to be the, you know... 
wisecracking doctor. Who's, I don't know. Who else has been cast already? I haven't even checked recently. Oh, there's been a lot of people. Ed Norton. Yeah. Ed Norton, that's right. And Liv Tyler. I like Liv Tyler. Uh, is it John Voight? No, not John Voight. Oh. Who's the other one? William Hurt. William Hurt. Was William playing Hurt? Thunderbolt Ross, which I don't really know if I like. But wow. uh. John Voight would be a fun... Would be <laughs> well, he was just in, what, Transformers, Transformers. As, a, yeah. as the general or whatever. The but. only man who played the two greatest Americans in two different movies in the same year. Of course, Teddy Franklin, Roosevelt. Delano, Franklin Delano Roosevelt oh. and Howard Cosell. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> But he also played that guy in Transformers. Yes. He did. Transformers. Hey, nice. That sounded Softball. like a segue. <laughs> it's not a segue. I was trying to give it to him. It's a segue. <laughs> he did it twice. Yeah, I know. I so he rolled up on two wheels, my friend. That's yeah. a segue. So, so yet an <laughs> So yet another week for Transformers news. So we've got uh, you know Basically, big news. One It'll... thing I came across this week, and I tried to prank people with it, but Lon screwed up. I on messed it up. There's a if you go to http slash optimus transformers dot com. Optimus again is spelled O P T I M I U S. Kids, mm-hmm. you fill in a form on that, giving uh, one of your buddies' cell phone numbers, their name, your name. Uh, relationships and a couple of other things, and the site calls your friend, and they get a message from Optimus Prime. Wow! And I'm going to leave a little blank in here. I'm going to try and I'm going to fill in right here with an example of that. Uh, Let's take a listen. Chris, this is Optimus Prime. Take a break from the video games and listen to me. I am contacting you from the battlefront. Alongside your amigo, Derek. Autobot scouts have detected Decepticon forces moving into California. You must warn everyone you know, but be cautious with your enemy, Michael. We believe he may have joined forces with Megatron, and now goes by the Transformer name, Starscream. Time is short. You must prepare for battle. Begin by obtaining the Transformers DVD. Available now. In the meantime, if you know somebody who may want to join our forces, I will speak to them personally. Just go to TransformersMovie.com. Autobots, transform and roll out! <laughs> Okay, so that was awesome. <laughs> wow. Wow. Awesome. How lifelike. I know. <laughs> Peter Cullen sounds great. So, so anyway, uh, go there. But you had some other stuff you wanted to talk about. Oh, just about. a brief little snippet of Transformer goodness. Uh, came out last week, I think, on DVD. Yes. Already sold 8 million copies. So uh, Transformers is out of control. And, uh, and, again, the HD version is just the reason to buy HD. Just yeah, and awesome. so I mean, uh, what what does this spell, everyone? Sequel, it's coming. So um, yes, and more importantly, I believe we're going to finally see that live action GoBots movie that I've been waiting for well, since 1987. Yeah, there's probably some like small production company that's raising money right now. It's <laughs> going to be direct to the previously viewed bin. It's going to be great. I understand it's being done by the Sar- South Park team. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's actually by the same crew that brought you Carnosaur. So uh, <laughs> actually, Carnosaur Two. Right. The so evening. look for those. They're going to be doing the new GoBots. Can you say Mansquito? <laughs> Oh, even better. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah. Where is Derek when we need him on this one? <laughs> oh, Derek McGaugh. Mansquito. Mansquito. Ah, so, um, and then finally, finally, we've got a little more news in uh, the sh- within the shadow of the writer's strike. Oh, we yeah. We view the greatest uh, American superhero. You mean the greatest American hero? No. Oh, oh. No, that Derek's not here. Oh, that's right. Um, we don't have to pimp his projects when he's not here. So this Anyways, is, no. This is Superman. Big news on the Superman front. Um, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk, especially with, you know, the JLA movie coming up, you know, if there was going to be a sequel to Superman Returns. And, of course, a lot of people were, you know, complaining that that movie sucked, which I was on that bandwagon. Um, anyways, it was announced, I believe, earlier in the week that original Superman Returns screenwriters 
uh, Michael, I believe it's Doherty, Daughter, Daughtery, Daughtery, and Dan Harris will not be back to pen the sequel. I believe Brian Singer is still penned as the director, mm-hmm. um, but uh, Doherty and Harris will not be back. And also the big like news in, in the comic world or on the, on the internet's and everything else was that there was a blogging. Uh, there was a, yeah, it was a blogging kind of like mis mis spoke or something. But um, that was he was I think he was totally well sincere. yeah he was totally serious. But uh, Marvel writer Mark Miller basically decided or I think he he was really stoked about the announcement. He he th- publicly threw his hat into the race and said. I would be thrilled to write the Superman sequel for free. Yeah, he even said I'd even do it for free. I love, yeah, you know, I love that so much. So, and if anyone will hop on that, it's Warner Brothers. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, here you got you have one well, of the you know the favorite well fan Marvel. favorite you know uh, writers you know big name. He did like what the Ultimates and oh yeah. Uh, I mean, he, I was just watching he just the, did Civil, uh, Civil War. I was just watching the uh, Avengers 2 DVD, and they mm-hmm. had a big thing with the, him interviewing afterwards. And right, right. Well so, yeah, Millar, big Marvel writer. Well, it was announced today that, uh, and actually, uh, I think uh, Miller even uh, blogged about it, saying how his agent got him to talk to some people. They were talking. He was getting really excited. They bounced around up the WB ladder, or the Warner Brothers ladder. And basically, they said, "Nope, sorry, we'd love to have you, but we just realized, yeah, we just found out that you write for our biggest competitor, and imagine how that would look if we hyped it as, you know, Marvel Comics writes DC's greatest character, so to the rescue, yeah, so it, it's not good business to really announce that, and so unfortunately, they ever, had to turn him down. Has that ever happened? Has has anyone? Well, everybody switches. Well, I mean, yeah. in the company has nowadays, anyone, has anyone who's written for say the X titles ever well, written? Didn't Mario Puzo yeah, write the first well, Superman movie? Did he really? I think so. Puzo. Oh, I love Mario Puzo. Didn't he do the Godfather? He did the Godfather. I think he wrote like one of the first drafts of screen. Derek yeah. would know. I mean, yeah. we don't have the Zorlac here, but yeah, and uh, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, so yeah, so once again, the maligned Superman sequel, Superman Returns sequel, is has is is still looking for a writer, are looking for writers. It's gonna be it's gonna be on the back burner because the first one didn't do spectacular. Yeah, and there was a lot of disappointment, and a lot of people are like, yeah, you've, it, it's almost like they need a revamp, like the Incredible Hulk I liked is doing. It. So. Every, everyone's waiting. How long will it take for us to? Wait between movies so we can just totally ignore that whole thing about having a kid and having gone off to Krypton. Right. And we can just start all over again. Uh, they did that. As they, as <laughs> we have we have endorsement from a well, gentleman in the stories going, yes, please. How long did it take us to forget that there was another Cunningham nice kid? Nice mime, sir. <laughs> in the happy days. Wow, that's right. Yes. I'd forgotten. Thanks. Yeah. McGinley. Ted McGinley's first TV role was oh. as the other Cunningham kid. Oh. No, no. Ted yeah. McGinley. Finley was, he came on later as something else. But no, no, he was no, on, he returned, not as the same character. He didn't play Ralph or whatever, no, no, the older no, brother. Was, older, older, older Cunningham. What's, what's his name? There know. was an older Cunningham. It was like Ron or Rob or Ralph or, no, not Ralph Mouth, but, yeah, but the older Cunningham brother just disappeared. I forget his name. He went off to college. Yeah, but he never came back. I don't remember him coming no. back. Well, most of us don't. No, but Ted McKinley came back as like <laughs> came back as somebody's girlfriend or boyfriend. I mean, oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I moving along. Yeah, yeah. So finally, we wanted to touch on before moving on to the special reports. We wanted to talk about heroes. We're talking TV. We're talking TV. Let's talk TV. First, no. let's start with the good stuff. We got some spoilers. Spoiler alert! Anybody some good that's stuff. Watch your ears. Better you... close your ears. Better put your earmuffs on. Because this is a real spoiler. Kristen Bell, hot. Oh, yeah. And you know and what? And evil, evil, which makes her that much more hot and electric. Almost hot enough to make me watch the show. Yeah. Can I say Almost. this much? I don't really see it with Kristen Bell. You don't? But when I found out she was bad, bing, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. She, had, she has just such a great smile. And then that whole thing with the phone call where she's going, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Okay, I killed him. So what's the big deal? I like how they're playing her like a little spoiled little like debutante yeah. almost, like yeah, yeah, yeah. spoiled little rich girl with powers. I think that's a great kind of character concept. The only problem I have with it is that her powers are electros, completely ripped off. 
But I guess you, you I'm know. Sorry, I stepped on your line. No, no, that's fine. I, I just think she's a rich girl, but she's, she's gone, gone too, too far. far. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> you know. But uh, you yeah, and that's, and that's been my problem with Heroes second season is, uh, and I think we touched a little bit on a couple podcasts ago. Is oh, like, a couple of them. Is that here we are, new season? Actually, my brother who watches the show is very disappointed. He's he's a non fanboy. And he used to like Heroes, and he's just saying it's moving so slow. He's not really happy with the speed. I, on the other hand, am actually liking the time they're developing with these different people and whatever. But I'm just mad that every week we're seeing these cool new powers, and to the non-fan person, everybody's going, Wow, that's so cool. I never would have thought of that. No, the Heroes is so good. And to us fanboys, we're like, they're going, oh, she's got Taskmaster's powers. Oh, yeah. my God, what a ripoff. You know? the, the amount of time that the, the comic book history has had there, really, how many new powers can you come up with true, without true, having people true, change true. the color of the urine? The, <laughs> the power to know if something's been overcooked. I want that power. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat that. Before you bite into <laughs> The power to know everything the chef did to your food. Mm. Hey. Oh, no. La, 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 la. I can't hear you. <laughs> no, I know, but this Better just... to live in ignorance. There you go. I mean, there's certain ways you can just handle it, but it just feels like they're introducing all these new characters, and it just feels like they're going down an issue of you know Marvel Universe and going, all right, who are we going to borrow today? Uh, ooh, that would make a good character. Well, Instead of going with the old, they've already spent a whole season developing all these characters we already know. So now season two, they're just... Instead of going back to their original stories, here we are, it's like episode four now, episode five? See, here's the deal. The first season, everyone was, from almost the word go... You had the vision of New York in flames, mm-hmm. and everybody was converging on that. Mm-hmm. Everyone was getting there. But finally, at the end of the season, they all got there. And now you've got them all just kind of thrown to the winds in different stories. My problem with this is you got a couple of people who are in the core story, this company versus mm-hmm. the heroes and finding new people. And you got some of these visceral stories like... I don't know. The hero, hero in, yeah. in, in feudal Japan stuff is just not doing it. Right. I mean, like, you look at those, and they're not spending any money on that, that part either. It's like, let's go out into the Los Angeles foothills and shoot <laughs> right. feudal Japan. Right. Until this week. <laughs> well, that was all CGI. Yes. Well, you know what's strange is, actually, they had to cancel a bunch of uh, shoots for this week. I believe Heroes was one of them. Heroes oh, because, <laughs> because of the hills? Yeah, yeah. Heroes 24 and The CIS. hills are on fire, <laughs> oh. and it costs us money. <laughs> wow. Nice. Well, the other thing, too, before I rip, too, is, uh, or, I mean, to continue <laughs> ripping, what? I'm going to rip one. No. Um, okay, so, yeah, she ripped off Electro's powers, but the big main Electro. story, Electro, sorry, uh, the big main uh, story, which which is just a complete rip off of X2, was uh, Parkman's dad was the mastermind powers, you yeah. know what I mean? And it was like, so now, I mean, yeah, X2 or X-Men has this guy, but, I mean, I just felt like... I mean, yes, you, you you have to copy other, you know, to tell your story or whatever, but it was just such that a blatant... That was a totally stupid segment. It's like, hey, if I tell you three times I'll be good, will you take the handcuffs <laughs> yeah, off? Right, right. That works, yeah. yeah. No and, now, and now, okay, I, you know I'm already a spooky guy can, who can get into your girl's uh, right, dreams. Right, right. Oh, come with me to the dark room at the end of the right. hallway. And hey, we'll, little boy, come back Yeah, come back. back. Just let me show you something. Right. Yeah. Oh. So Wasn't that yeah. an episode of Different Strokes? Exactly. Oh, poor See, Dudley. they are ripping That was the... That was the unshown season. So I, you know, I have my good and bad with heroes, but I mean, you know, most of the time, you know, they're good stories when they write them, and I enjoy them. But uh, you know, when when they have bad ones, I've got to, you know, I've got to call shenanigans. That's but you all know, there is to it. We're still watching, and it's still the best superhero show on TV. It's the um, only no. superhero. Uh, Smallville. Oh, okay. I guess you're right. Small world. Yes, it's a it's a repetitive show, but it's brilliant. <laughs> He's from Krypton, after all. Oh, oh. Exactly. I will clear this table and throw <laughs> you within an inch of your life. And that seems like a great movement into wrestling, where I've heard that va- basic uh, throw yeah, I will before. throw That's you through this table. <laughs> That's right, sports fans. Um, well, this week there's a number of big things. One. The mixed martial arts world is still reeling from the loss of Randy Couture, who looks to be retired now, and who's making the new Scorpion King movie, which is the big new thing. There's uh, a new Scorpion King? There's what? A, there's a, the, it's the... called The Acadian, 
which if anyone knows anything about the Cajuns, that's where the word Cajun comes from. It's from Acadian. But uh, apparently that shooting in South Africa, Randy Couture is the Acadian, whoever that is. So no rock involvement as far as I can tell. Is he no being rock. the actual Scorpion King or you think this is pre... He's going to be the Acadian, duh. Well, I'm just saying because rock was the last Acadian. Yes. Yeah, so so we don't, maybe this will be a pre... So it's literally a prequel... To a prequel, to mm, a sequel, right. to a remake. Um, I just, I just love. If you, if okay, you let's that out, the, let's flow chart that on the whiteboard here for our friends at home. That was brilliant, Chris. Yeah, um, it's it's actually I'm terrified of what it's going to be, but I love the Mummy movies because it's going straight to video. Yeah. We all know that. No, it, it's already got theatrical. Apparently, uh, it's got a distributor. And it'll up. be out for a week. We oh, all, of course. Yeah, but uh, the other big news, of course, uh, is there was a wonderful WrestleFest in San Francisco this week. Oh, did you go to it? I saw that. Gavin no. Newsom and... Uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris. Yeah. Oh. oh, he's a good friend of mine, actually. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Perfect. Anyhow, um, but uh, we're drinking buddies. Anyhow, mm-hmm. um, what's really and amazing... Apparently he likes the sauce. Yeah. Say uh, hi what? to the folks, Steve. Hi to the folks, Steve. Steve hasn't been on the show in a long That's time. Right. He's leaning over us looking at the new week's books Next list. Week's books. How's, how's everything going this evening? Oh, quite well. I right just had to interrupt Chris. Games. I took Chris right out and I took all the steam out of Chris. Yeah, yeah. right there. Just done. I'm so <laughs> <But>. sorry. <laughs> we sorry don't get you. Steve no, on every okay. I still am. Yeah. We need more Steve, frankly. We're going to have a segment, I think, at some point called More Steve. More Steve. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the other news, of course, the WrestleFest, uh, Lex Luger. Uh, 1980s. You mean Superman's old villain? Yes. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, suffered a... You mean the total package. The total package. The narcissist. Oh, okay. Um, suffered a nerve impingement that caused him to be temporarily paralyzed over the weekend. But people is this, all thought, no, 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 no. This is real. I, this I is keep real. on coming back to this now. Show or real? Real. Okay. Uh, this happened. was actually at a fan event this weekend at the Cow Palace. Because there's right. going to be an alien yeah. invasion at one of these points. I'm going to have to go show <laughs> or real. <laughs> yeah. um, there was also a brawl. Don the Predator Fry, a mixed martial artist, UFC dude, got in a brawl with some boxer dude, Sonny Westbrook. Uh, there was a lot of people didn't get paid, and the promoters apparently skipped town before the uh, show ended, so they didn't have to pay people. Uh, tons of no-shows, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Kurt Angle. My God, is wrestling just melting down? Yep. It is, and this has been a problem with a lot of the small little WrestleFests. There's no way you can really make enough money. So you kind of either have to go in it saying, you know, I'm an idiot, I'm just going to throw away $50,000. Or you have to, you know, expect that you're probably going to lose $50,000. It has to be one of those two One of those two. The promotion on that was terrible, though. I had no idea it was even this weekend. I found out about it afterwards, so. Yeah, I'd been hearing about it, and the prices were ridiculous. Right. Was was Bill Goldberg there, too? Goldberg was there. Oh, I would have liked Goldberg. Goldberg. Um, it was the price were ridiculous. I think for the full to get everyone's autograph and everything was like a thousand bucks. What? Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't go. I couldn't afford it. That's who? Could, what wrestling fan has a thousand dollar disposable income teeth to get these wrestling? Yeah, games. exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so wrestling is a cheap sport, not an expensive sport. Oh, you about? never went, did you? <laughs> what? Well, yeah, true. No. Yeah, I, I did mean, when I was a kid. <laughs> I put another mortgage on the double wide. Yeah. <laughs> Well, got, the, got the signatures. The other problem, though, is, of course, uh, the injury bug bites again. Candace Michelle, the lovely and talented Candace Michelle. Can we uh, just can we just say real fast, though, Chris, you're a wrestling guy. You watch wrestling. I do. Has she not shown tremendous improvement in the she ring? She is awesome. Has Honestly. She, she's been so impressive lately. Like, most of the women wrestlers are very stiff and mm-hmm. very kind of like uh, not, what do they call it? Uh, Fluid. Fluid, okay. But basically... Uh, Candice Michelle started off as this pretty girl model from GoBaby.com, appeared in Playboy, got go her, you daddy. know. GoDaddy? GoDaddy.com? Yes. GoBaby. GoBaby. Go go no, it's GoDaddy. It's GoDaddy. Go go, yeah, GoDaddy's yeah. the web. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. she was the model for that, and uh, I think she even had the Super Bowl ad. Was, was she the one with the yep. malfunction? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so, I mean, so here comes this model what channel chick. channel is this? Uh, well, I don't know, but... Um, so you know what I mean. So here comes this this diva who came. Did she win the search, or she just brought got brought in? I believe she was with the search, but I okay. didn't think she won. Okay, so they brought her in for this search. So basically, she came into this wrestling game, and most of I mean, you know, the wrestling divas and overall are kind of looked at as just a almost like a side league, so that you know, they can set up for other matches and everything else. I mean, it's it's mostly a distraction. So most of the female wrestlers don't, and I shouldn't say they don't take it seriously or but I'm just saying that. They're not very fluid. They're not very skilled. And so here came this Candice Michelle, who every week you could tell she'd been 
spending time in the ring, spending time practicing. Her moves looked more fluid. She looked more like a fighter and a wrestler. And, you know, it was fantastic. I was very impressed. So what well, happened on Monday, Chris? The, well, the good thing about that also is Fit Finley was working with the girls for years and years uh, and, you know, finally got – he actually looks at her as sort of his big success. Mm-hmm. But sadly, she was on the top rope wrestling Beth Phoenix in a two-out-of-three falls match. We can't get a two-out-of-three from, say, oh, I don't know – uh, pretty much anyone in Rey Mysterio, but we get a two out of three from the chicks, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And uh, Beth Phoenix went into the rope, and Candice sort of fell. She she muffed a, a muffed a, a fall, I think. She, yeah, and fell and cracked her clavicle. Yeah, ouch. Yeah. Uh, so For those of us anatomy uh, challenged, challenged uh, where's the clavicle again? Uh, it's on the uh, collarbone, I believe. Uh, okay, it's like a shoulder. An yeah, somewhere. it's up in this area. Okay. If you could see on the thing, I'm it's pointing to this It's where the strap went. I thought it was a Yeah, it's where the strap went. But uh, so she'll be out for uh, that's a clavinet, by the way. Uh, um, she'll be out for four to six weeks, um, which isn't too long in wrestling standards. That's like a bad yeah. suspension, but yeah. You know. Which uh, the last round of suspended guys will be coming back soon. I believe that's Chavo and they do it in rounds. Yeah, they do. And well, that way if they suspended everybody, they'd have no show. Yeah. <laughs> and Booker T, of course, now. No longer with the company, neither is Charmel, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame because I thought they were both very good. And yeah, it's a strange time for wrestling where we don't know when we're going to be getting some people back. Um, Edge is looking slower than expected for his full return. We got Shawn Michaels back, had his match, good guy, good did stuff. Did you see uh, Harry Smith's uh, debut? Yes, I did. That's what did I, you think of that? I thought going as D.H. Smith. Wasn't he? I, originally, he was being heralded as Harry Smith, and then a week, yes. couple days later, he changed it to D.H. D.H., yes. And it's Who is inter- Harry Smith, by the way? Harry Smith is Davy Boy Smith's son. For those of you who don't know, big wrestling fans, the British, the British Bulldogs, Bulldogs, one of the best uh, tag teams ever. No, I yes. really don't know. Yes, yes. the British Bulldog, uh, Davy Boy Smith. Davy Boy Smith. He, he passed away, what, three, four years ago? Uh, five, yeah, four, five, yeah. It was right before I started writing. So his son's all grown up. Yep. And, and he made his debut on Raw in London, right? In, in London. Was he on the show? I don't know. I saw it online. I saw it on the website. I don't think it was on the show, but he was on the show this week. And Mm. looked pretty good wrestling Carlito. Mm. And, uh, you know, but they didn't really do too much to hype him up. Um, They really need, I think, to sell him as, you know, he's Davy Boy's son. The second coming of the British Bulldog, yeah. They were going to try to bring the new Hart Foundation with uh, Harry Smith and Teddy Hart. But Teddy Hart putts that he is. Got himself fired uh, for no showing. So, yeah. Way to go, Teddy. Yeah, he does that a lot for even like, you know, he'll, you're about a 20% chance if you're going to get him anytime, but he's a huge talent. If mm. you've ever seen him wrestle, he's just, he did a, uh, I remember I saw a match where they had a, literally springboards into the ring off of the top of the cage, and he did like a, a 720 splash onto a guy. Wow. That just, you know, poof, blew my head. Wow. It was awesome. But yeah, good stuff's happening right about now. So is that it for our wrestling report? Any other news? Nothing big coming up as far as I can tell. Keep an eye out for what they're going to do for Survivor Series. Uh, going to be an interesting show. Haven't heard too much about it yet, but should be interesting. We'll do an update when we have more news. Yes, and plus they're supposedly thinking of actually doing the scrapped uh, angle they were planning on doing for SummerSlam this year with the guys from Jackass. Which are now basically from Dr. Steve-O. Yeah. And when they basically just want to promote another USA show, right? Exactly, pretty okay. much. Um, but they're thinking of doing that supposedly for the Rumble. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I would love to see Steve-O be one of the contestants in the Royal Rumble. You think that'll happen? Uh, that actually would be... I think that would be more likely than actually getting a match out of it. Would Because, be... you know, they also brought a comedian in... I'm going to test your... Drew Carey. Yes, Drew yes. Carey was actually a comp- competitor yep. in one of the Royal Rumbles. Eliminated by himself out of fear <laughs> of Kane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, thank you for that report, Chris. You're welcome. And right. thanks to all our wrestling fans for listening. And now we, got, Wegger. we have a special report from our sister brother station. <laughs> sister brother. Sister wow, brother. Sister brother, sister. Wait, what? It's from our mother boy station. How's our mother that? boy. <laughs> moron life, which is spelled M-O-R-O-N, M-O-R-O-N, like moron. 
life. And life. And those of you who have been listening to this podcast religiously, like all you people in the Faroe Islands, it is uh, my side project, or I guess it's my main project. <laughs> yeah, say if it's your side project, I'm out. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's my other project. Goodness. Um, and uh, sure, the property. Yeah, there you go. Let's think of it that way. But, uh, yeah, so we're here. Luckily, we have uh, Clay Robeson with us, our, our co-producer, uh, my main man, my can of spam, my two cans. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so basically, you know, you always hear me go, as long Lopez from Moron Life. Well, now, you know, briefly, since we got somebody here. You're going to tell us We want to tell you what life. it's all about. So, Clay, I always talk about this. Why don't you give a little spiel about it, and I'll chime in. Oh great! Uh, let's see. tell the folks. Surprise! What, surprise. Tell the folks what Moron Life is first of all. Moron Life is a sketch comedy show uh, in the vein of the classic SNL, or uh, you know, the you mean the funny days. SNL. Yeah, the funny SNL okay. where sketches had endings. Not that ours always cool. do. Um, it's it, we do things that make us laugh and hopefully make well, obviously make other people laugh because people are actually watching the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's yeah, it's all it's all old school sketch comedy, short bits, um, some longer bits, some and musical or, bits. And originally too, we were starting it as, I mean, we have cable access in San Jose and Campbell. So if anybody's listening out there, Wednesday nights at eleven on on Ch- Comcast Channel Fifteen. Join the multitude of three other viewers. Yes, you might see something good. Um, but it originally started as that, but our, our initial goal when we first started was to be a web TV show. And this was before, I, this was before YouTube, correct? I mean, yeah. we were basically planning to host, you know, uh, episodes on our website so that people would have somewhere to watch our stuff worldwide. And, you know, what, a year and a half into what we're doing, YouTube blows up and boom, now everybody's doing it. So, not to say we were the first ones or whatever, but I'm just no, saying. No, we were that, the first. Oh, okay. Well, at least with sketch comedy. No, okay. but, um,. Yeah, because bandwidth was so expensive back, or not bandwidth, uh, space, yeah. space, yeah. So it's like now anybody can host videos, and it's you know it's great. But um, so yeah, so so spawning from yes, sketch comedy show cable access, we also have a huge web presence, which Clay is entirely responsible for. Oh, so tell them Clay. a little, tell them a little more about our website of the show, uh, moronlife dot com, m o r o n l i f e dot c o m. Is uh, yeah, it's our web presence. We host uh, the short sketches that we do, uh, not uh, and some of the entire episodes we actually run through so that you can watch a full half-hour episode online if you are so interested. We have several columnists, one of whom uh, is sitting here at the table with me, named Chris Garcia. That's yes. right, Chris Garcia behind the beard. <laughs> and yes. When was the last column you wrote? Um, about. Three, four, five, six months ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. That we need some new that. stuff. Your fans are clamoring for it. Yeah, my fans clamor for me a lot, but they don't you necessarily me money. Chris, you owe me money. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got several columnists that do uh, information about the entertainment industry, all from a comedic standpoint. Comedy bits, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got some actors down in L.A. We've got some folks out on the East Coast doing. Uh, theater education and uh, some uh, friends of mine up in Chicago working with the the improv scene there. And then occasionally we'll come across little funny things and make us laugh and, you know, we'll write, uh, you know, little funny articles or commentaries. And then we also do, you know, movie reviews like Fanboy Planet does. Our primary focus, though, is, is more on just comedy. Comedy and, you know, sometimes we cover, like, pop culture stuff if we think it's kind of entertaining and fun. Like, if we can make fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, we do a lot of, like, Comic-Con coverage uh, for the last two years and some WonderCon coverage and some DragonCon coverage. So it's basically, you know, it's like anybody who knows anything about Comic-Con knows that, you know, there's comedians there, there's actors there, there's, you know, not only just comics and everything else. So... You know, so we just try to be a well-encompassing entertainment site. And you've had some recognized successes, haven't we've you? A That's little right. bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, what, what, what's some of the online stuff we've got? Um, we, uh, we've Beer-operated been, girl. Yeah, beer-operated girl has been, uh, we've probably had... That was you said that so fast. That. I'm sure that nobody beer activated girl. It's a, a parody of the Dresden Doll song Coin Operated Boy, um, and we've probably had well over a million views on that one by now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, without it being featured in any like front page of YouTube type thing. This is all word of mouth. Word of mouth. This is not a hey everybody look at it in a day kind of stuff. Right. And we've also had you know we've been featured featured podcast on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had featured. Uh, 
featured sketch on uh, MySpace, MySpace Comedy. Yep. And then we've also had another sketch featured on the front page of MySpace, which was completely awesome. Yeah. Really? Which one was that? Uh, the one for Big Old Stupid Trucks. Oh, Big Old Stupid Trucks. I yeah, heard that you one. can check that one out. We um, we've also been featured on countless amounts of video hosting sites. We've been featured on Veo.com, Veo.com. Uh, Daily Motion. Uh, Blinks. Uh, yep. GoFish.com. We had a we had a, a partnership with them for a little bit. It was really nice. So, you know, so basically, if you know, if you're online somewhere and you're farting around, most likely you'll you know stumble across some more. Or if you're life. at work. Yes, yeah. even better. I mean, to pass the time at well, work. And don't forget the real media too. I mean, we made the Washington Post stars top. 10, oh, that's true. Top ten podcasts to turn your television off for. We were number four. Right. Wow. We were also featured. We had <laughs> during the whole Michael Richards fiasco. We had uh, an article referenced in was it the New York Post? Yeah, or? New York Post. And I still then, have to frame that. I've got a couple. Of copies. Yeah. So the Post. It's what you read when you can't get a hold of the Times. Well, actually, right. just um, not only the Post, the uh, Toronto Star. It's and, a good paper. Um, the Washington Post, too. Yeah. Oh, the Washington Post. And if I can toot paper. my home even, her, horn even more, we were featured on uh, Torrent, which was all you Canadians out there. G4 TV, Torrent. Ooh. G4 Tech TV. Tech TV, right. And it was only in Canada. Oh, they yeah. they showed uh, our, a couple of our sketches, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just you know, putting stuff out, getting people to know about it, and hopefully, you know, making people laugh. That's what we're kind of all about. So, yeah. so highly recommended. Fanboy. Planet favorite, moreonlife.com. Derek, our fearless leader, has been in a couple sketches, or at least one I know of. Um, and we plan to do more with him. So, yeah, we're doing a little cross-promoting. So if you're curious as to what Derek looks like, mm -hmm. you could ask him. It's not a big secret. <laughs> well, more than, I would tell more you. i happy to explain how I look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the fact that none of our Derek McCaws sound anything alike. What are you talking about? This is <laughs> Derek McCaws. More manly. For me, Derek yeah. always seems to just peter out towards the end. Well, speaking about petering <laughs> out to the end, I think we've come to the end of our agenda this evening. I Fantastic. And may I just say, Rick, yes. you did a fantastic job hosting tonight. Good I job. Applaud you, Thank you. Yeah. Let's applaud for Rick. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm only as strong as those who are applauding for me. So There you go. There Yay. Go. You're weak. Weak, <laughs> man, then. I feel sick. Well, thanks again to Chris Garcia. Thanks for having me. Lon Lopez. I was a pleasure, and I'll be here next week. Our special guests are Clay Robeson. Thanks for having me. And I'm your host, Rick Brett Snyder. We are coming to you. We are leaving you now from Elusive Comics and Games. Again, 2725 El Camino Real in Santa Clara, California. Sweets 104 and 105, just behind the Juicy Burger. If you're in the area, Come by, because it is a destination location. It's a fun place. This is one of those comic shops that will make you change your gender. It's that good. Wow. Okay. So if you have comments, other than relative to what Chris just said. I'm speechless after that. So. <laughs> you have complaints. You have uh, platitudes. Whatever. If you want to just tell Derek Contact us. to break a leg out there on the stage. That's... I believe editor at fanboyplanet.com. You're going to find us at editor. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. And miss that editor at fanboyplanet.com. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. <laughs> Lon? It's uh, editor at, at fanboyplanet.com. There we go. Mm -hmm. And take us out, mystery guests. Hi, this is Mark Anthony Masterson, creator of Dorothy, the comic that walks like a man. Please. Use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I can handle that. Mm-hmm. Cool. All righty. And then we'll end with more on life and then send everybody out, and that's cool. Sounds good to me. Do we have a celebrity send out this week? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple on the can. Okay, so. cool. All right. So. All right. Let's do it. You ready? You know, it's unfortunate. I don't think we got a single decent outtake from the... Last week? The, from the pre this time. Everything was just like... Oh. Well, I'm sure there'll be plenty uh, during the... Uh, conversation. I yeah, I'm sure I'm going to blow it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> if you blow a line in this, uh, basically, if you blow a line, just pause for a second.
and then say it again because I can cut it out later. Okay. And, and it, I mean, it's, my editing. The only thing I, with few exceptions, with few hilarious exceptions, I edit to make people sound smarter. Mm. But wow! And there's really no lines to blow. Just if you say like a racial slur or something like that, then you know, <laughs> yeah. pause, redo it, and you know, you'll be yeah, okay. say it louder, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you just totally trip over something. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Like my okay. Face. 